Bear Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. This is episode 101. Finally got into those triple digits last week. Um, I'm just, uh, f- before I get too ahead of ourselves, uh, thanks to everyone who listened last week. Uh, it was a great live show just in, in general. So uh, I really, really appreciate it. I said that on Twitter and it was just a fucking, it was just a fucking sick live show. And I was, I was very, very, um, happy about it um it was it was a good one it was a good episode 100 um shout out to stan and terminal nation's uh newest record holocene extinction is going to come out um on august 7th on uh 20 bucks spin saying that again just because um i'm really really looking forward to it um so let's uh go ahead and do the intros um if you haven't listened before, this is a very uh, simple style radio show slash podcast. We're a radio show first. If you're listening to us on podcast, that's fucking dope too. Um, we play a ton of different new music from hardcore, punk, metal, and all the adjacent genres. We try to keep it relevant and new. Um, we don't subscribe to a lot of nostalgia unless we have a specific uh, themed episode. 
or there's you know there, we're honoring um somebody in in some uh respect but we try to keep something keep things current at least at least uh you know a few only like a few months old or if it's like six months to a year it's because i completely fucking slept on it um but we try to keep it as current as possible on this show um if you want to follow us go ahead you can go to facebook.com slash dead air hardcore radio dead air nwcz on both instagram and twitter we also have a website which i have been neglecting but it has it has everything all the information um I've been, I've been, uh, my mind has been on summer vacation, um, with COVID and everything. I'm just in all in the very warm weather in the Pacific Northwest. I'm trying to get out as much as possible with also maintaining social distance. Um, but everything, um, that you, all the information about our show is on dead air hardcore radio.com. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume podcasts. We're currently on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Anchor, as well as a few more. If there's a specific one you want us on, uh, just let me know uh, if you're listening live or you just have one uh, format that you prefer. I'll try to get it on. Um, but for the meantime, I usually keep it on the main ones. We have extra content on our Spotify as well. We do specific like little like side episodes. Um this week you can check out our uh 100th episode that should be up while we're, while you're listening right now um not our 100th episode our uh our 16 year our 16 year anniversary episode me and uh X Chris X just talk about our journey um through dead air through our uh the 14 years um we had me and Chris were on for hat and I have been on for six years now, uh, through the legacy of this 14 year show. So we just kind of talk about our stories. We kind of gab on it's, um, more of like, kind of like a zoom meeting, um, that I did at home. So the quality isn't as good as normal, but it's still, it's still pretty good. And we just, uh, we just got to shoot the shit. We might also put it on videos too. Uh, on YouTube, because um, I want to start putting stuff on YouTube as well. So check out the podcast, subscribe. That'd be fucking awesome. Also, um, shout out to everyone everywhere that plays us, um, radio syndication wide. We also have the show played on many different stations and uh, all over the place. So you can go to deadairhardcoreradio.com to check out a listing of where we play live and all and uh, check out all those stations because they have a lot of awesome shows and podcasts that uh part of their collectives that they provide um lots of cool um just DJs and stuff and stuff really interesting shows from all all around the world on all on all fronts and also shout out to the NWCZ Radio Studios that in Tacoma that allows us to uh produce the show here so and big d and all that and all that good stuff um in like a month and a half um i'll have been here for a little over three years which is very very cool and so let's uh move on as usual we do have a guest um 
we're going to be talking to David of the band Barf Bag. Um, they have they're a a newer band, and uh, their new record off of Stay Gold Records um, is out right now. Um, it's a it's an EP, a very uh, a protest style record. Um, self-proclaimed as fans of Den Kennedy, Propagandi, Anti-Flag, um, lots of the classics, but definitely very political, but through more of a hardcore, uh, lens, um, it has members of AWOL Nation as well. Um, if, if anybody knows who that band is, it's a very, very big alternative band. Um, if you know the band that does the fucking song that goes, SAIL! I fucking peaked the mic going sail. Sorry. I'll do it. I'll do a quieter sail. Um, you've probably heard that fucking song on a ton of, on a ton of fucking, um, like not, maybe not TikTok videos, but what was the, what was the one before that dude vine? You might've saw them on vine videos like five years ago, but still a very, um, big, uh, band in the na- in the world of um alternative rock but on top of that um member members of um Dresden Dolls um Violent Femmes and Nine Inch Nails um come together to make this band so it's pretty fucking cool so I'm I'm excited to talk um music biz a little bit as well as this is a lot about um politics so we're we're continuing we're continuing the political discussion as usual um because we are living in a very intense um political climate so we're going to get to that in just a little bit but uh let's do what we always do we talk about the music and we started off with some music you probably already have heard if you ha- if you haven't um, then you don't. Then you probably don't consume a lot of um, current metal and hardcore, and that's fine. Um, I'm glad that I get to be your window into this band. If you have not heard it, we play new music from Gulch. They have a new record out on Closed Casket Activities, titled "Impenetrable Cerebral Fortress." I don't know. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to read, but for some reason I'm having a hard time saying impenetrable cerebral fortress. Um, it came out kind of out of the blue for a lot of people. I mean, at least for me, I'm not, uh, I don't follow uh, what goes on on hardcore Twitter as much as I should. I mean, I guess I, I'm an old man on Twitter these days, so... It is what it is. We played the title track uh, titled Impenetrable uh, Cerebral Fortress, which is the first uh, song. It's roughly 14 minutes. If you haven't listened to this band, like I said, and you're a fan of hardcore and metal, it has um, it's a it's a fast burst of hardcore metal, some uh, grindy um, in influences Uh they have some power violence influences as well, but it's a lot of um, it's a lot of metal. It's a metal punk hybrid with uh, 
it's very hard to explain for me. It's just uh, Gulch is more of an experience. Uh, is a is a musical experience. Um, they're, they're a great band to see live. They have um, great records, and this uh, song is only eight eight tracks, fourteen minutes, and it's just a fucking good. It's just a fucking good record. Um, and I s- urge you to check it out if you haven't. I don't know what else to fucking say about Gulch because the entire internet has already like said everything um i am up at you know i start my job at uh midnight so i'm always there for the midnight releases midnight releases on fucking netflix and midnight releases for music um which isn't always a thing so uh this came out i think at midnight east coast i don't know it came out i feel like it came out around 10 they dropped it around 10 o'clock um same 10 o'clock 10 p.m on the west coast something like that i would i wasn't there for when it exactly dropped but i definitely started listening to it around midnight and there was already so much hype overnight and through the next day um it's been a long time since i've been a real a part of real hardcore hype especially hardcore internet hype so very it feels very weird at the age of 31 to 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 be in there at the age of 31 to not only be a part of of hardcore hype but at the same fucking time be a part of of taylor swift hype and that uh new t swift honestly is fucking good so i'm uh no no fucking shame there i'm so i'm 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 with both of these uh, releases, so pretty much everything for the new Gold Record is sold out, from what I can see. Um, yeah, there's Big Red all over. There's bit that Big Red sold out is on everything. Um, I'm sure that we'll get um, some reprints of stuff in the future, as well as merch and LPs and stuff like that. So you'll just have to be patient, and uh, if you really like this shit and want to buy shit, you're gonna have to just keep an eye on Twitter, keep an eye on, um, on their Bandcamp, on everything, on everything. Keep an eye on closed casket activities. Just you'll just have to really pay attention because um, it's gonna. This is a band uh, that's pretty big right now, and, and uh, the most talked about band in hardcore right now. So. Uh, so once that merch drops, it's going to come and go. Um, moving on, we're going to, uh, before we get to our interview um, with Barf Bag, we're going to uh, play some more music. We're going to play new music from Eco Strike, another uh, release that came out around the same, literally like the same time as uh, the Gulch record, which is. I feel like it somewhat maybe overshadowed it. I don't know. Cause, but Eco Strike still a well-known band on triple B records has been doing their thing for a while. Um, I've had, I've had the reviews um, thrown at me. Some people who, who are um, a little bit older than me and have experienced the whole like late nineties, early two thousands of straight ahead, um, just punk hardcore, like kind of, kind of like youth crew influence type stuff, stuff that talks about brotherhood, 
just very straightforward um early to mid 2000s hardcore and was all in it um some people are not always are not like 100% all in on this band if they because it feels like they're just reliving a rehash and that's not my words um so but me listening to it i re- honestly it's so fucking solid and cohesive and i just like i'm i really like this record through and through i at least from the first couple listens from it um it's just a very solid sound it takes me back to um early days of listening to uh just like northwest hardcore in my just uh more formative years uh where i listened to absolutely everything a mix of weird christian hardcore metalcore um still had still had some hot topic music thrown in there for for years just had i had a i had a very i still listen to a lot of things but it was like a mixed bag of of weird of just weirdness um so like hardcore was thrown at me at in weird at, at weird angles so uh and this was and this is obviously um something that was super popular um a style 15 plus years ago and i think ego strike has always done a good job i i can confidently say i'm an ego strike fan um if you haven't checked out the new record is called a truth we still believe it's out now on triple b records and we're going to play the first track titled sanctuary and uh we'll be right back you're listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio Something we can call on and I'll bring them up on a revised man 
What's up, motherfucker? This is Bebear Mashup telling you to check out the brand new Bebear website now. Go to BebearHardcoradio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold, hard robotic legs being kicking you straight in the face.
All right, we're back. You listen to Dead Air 2 Hours of Hardcore Radio. We started off the set with two songs that were submitted to us. Just for a friendly reminder that you can always send us your music to deadairnwcz at gmail.com. I always want to play your shit. I'm very open about what we play. I do not ever play something that I I always play shit I like. So if I play your shit, I'm like it, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. And I'm not just going to, you know, pretend to like it to get um, your, you know, your loyalty or your listenership. So I always listen to something that I like or see a lot of just like I like a new or if it's like a newer band and I know shit's going to be fucking good. Um, Fucking listening to early fucking drain. And when that was sent to us and I also got to talk to Sammy and them. I knew that shit's gonna be good, and band's fucking huge. Not saying I'm a fucking influencer or anything, because I never fucking know. Because some bands just, it unfortunately does not go to my expectations. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a fucking huge band, and then, you know, life takes its course. So, anyways, deadair on WCZ at gmail.com is where you can submit your music. I want to hear your music. Just fucking do it, dude. Um, So we started off with some music from Tampa, Florida, a band called Richard Quarry, which was submitted to us. Um, They have a single called Trauma Queen. Um, Post-hardcore and metalcore, kind of mathcore stuff that um, definitely botch-influenced as well as some more uh, like post-hardcore stuff that I can't, think of because uh i didn't listen to a lot of early post hard like early tooth early 2000s post hardcore um i didn't really get too uh much into this type of post hardcore so uh but check out richard Corey. uh new music coming very soon from uh what i heard this uh music was this single came out in november of 2019 so new music on the way fairly, fairly soon. Um, so if you like it, um, check them out on Bandcamp, Richard Corey. After that, we uh, had some music more in the punk vein titled LMI. This is uh, one of their, I believe, their fourth release. Uh, they've been doing stuff for about five years from uh, Lansdale, Pennsylvania, we played Victim of Change, their uh, LP titled Excess Subconscious is out now on Bandcamp, so check it out. Um, described as stoner punk hardcore from Lansdale. After that, let me get my let me pull my shit up. We played music from a band that people have been fucking talking about, and I fucking uh, I've uh, definitely lost i definitely did not i missed the boat i missed the boat like right when it came out um i could have played it i think a week ago but i didn't and i finally got a chance to listen to it it is fantastic spirit world with their lp pagan rhythms if you haven't checked out spirit spirit world from las vegas it's all one word spirit world um we played Unholy Passages, and I think we talked about last week a band 
you know, sounding like integrity. This has some fucking real integrity vibes. Um, and it, for me, that's what I hear definitely way more integrity in this than I believe the other band that I played last week. Um, I think unreal city, which I liked too, but, um, definitely hear more integrity in this. And I put on the nice headphones and it fucking sounds good. I'm excited to listen to the rest of pagan rhythms, um, after the show on the, on the way home. Cause I've, I was actually just fucking, um, I was definitely blown away. It's super, super fucking good. Um, Fa- fucking face face rippers um and face ripping riffs it's uh smack in the face i i uh i love the i love the concept i love that it's uh i love the title armageddon honky tonk and saloon um also s- described in the tags as alt country um maybe i'll find out more i haven't listened to the full record on this so i can't give um, all the information, but I've listened to a couple songs and I'm, and I'm digging, um, my fuck so good. I'm, I, I'm, I might have to get a fucking, I think I'm going to have to get a fucking shirt. I'm looking at merch right now. God damn it. Um, so check out, Spir- check out spirit world, pagan rhythms. Um, after that, we played music from speedway all the way from Stockholm, Sweden. Um, some straight ahead, um, punk hardcore, uh, somewhat somewhat youth crew influenced um we played the song sof which is the first song on it was the first song on the ep t- um that's just self-titled speedlit speedway and finally we played music from last option um first music in over 30 years um band out of the late 80s out of san diego california last record was in 1988 fucking so they decided to stop literally the fucking year before i was born um i guess i was born in the like right there like knew i was coming out in uh, june of 988 maybe they knew it's like there's this kid come there's this bald kid coming in february and uh you know i think we need to just fucking stop because that kid's whack um but so they this came out in uh, March, uh, March of this year. If you haven't checked it out, uh, check it out now. Uh, it is get action, be sane. Check it out. You can have their whole, I believe their full discography is up there. If you haven't checked out the band. Um, so we're going to get into the music and get into our interview um, with David from Barf Bag. Their uh, record, their EP titled The Plastic Age is out now. It's another really, really quick EP. I think roughly five minutes. So we're going to play. We're not going to try. It's hard not to play most of it when it's so fat. So we're going to try to leave a song out so you listen to the rest of the record. But it's it's a short EP. So we're playing most of we're playing most of it because I don't know what else to do because it's 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 so short. We want to make sure you check out the band. So we're gonna play pornocracy, pornocracy, uh, followed up with uh, Morrissey wears leather shoes um, from the Plastic Age EP from Barf Bag, and then we're going to get into our interview with 
the band Bark Bag. You'll listen to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. considered i think we're uh i think we're doing all right how 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 are you uh holding out uh how are you same how are you how are you hanging in this world that we're living in today same as everyone man same as everyone good all right so we're talking um yeah. to david of uh barf bag we have uh they have their uh plastic age ep um out right now um out today dude. out out today uh um, yeah man david give us a, give us a little idea of just give us the give us the brief history of this um of this punk rock uh trio you have concocted well, yeah it sort of it kind of evolved it was it was something that i was trying to do on my own um it was it, the the original intention was uh, sort of groovy, slow Stooges songs with my political ranting over top because I thought that might sound cool. But then I realized I I actually couldn't pull it off. So I enlisted uh, my friends who are much better musicians than I am. Um, so I got um, Brian from... Uh, from the Dresden Dolls and um, Violent Femmes to play drums, and and Kenny from AWOL Nation to play guitar, and actually Brian plays some bass, Kenny plays some bass. I think I had bass on the original stuff, but I got totally replaced because they're just like total shredders. But um, when I told them that the stuff that I was trying to do myself wasn't connecting, they they were like, "Well, what are you hearing?" And I was like, "Early suicidal and." exploited i think and they were like okay and within you know within a you know within an afternoon we had worked up our first song so i knew that that was just a much better fit than than me just trying to do it alone and with these uh people that you have uh they've got in your band and have played for some pretty big names out there in the alternative music world are these people uh, are these uh, longtime um, friends that you grew up with or people that you have met uh, through different um, other lanes? So my day job is is working in the industry, like on the on, you know, on the business side of of music. Um, so I, I, 
I was like a, I was an A and R guy for a long time, so I had I had signed Brian's band, the Dresden Dolls, and so we've been friends for I don't know fifteen fifteen years, something like that. Um, and and let me say this again: we're friends, despite having worked together in the music industry. We're we're friends, so um, that's that's an accomplishment on its own. Uh, and then Kenny, I actually manage as a as a writer and producer. So there's just sort of my go-to homies. And then actually, uh, Joe from the Icarus Line, who's a who's a friend, he he mixed the record, um, and he's also an incredible musician. So you you before we get into in uh, too much more, you you kind of you kind of hinted on something like the the actual friend friends thing so is that is it usually <laughs> like that that so you find that as a uh as a rare thing these days <laughs> well i just feel like if you know there's an inherent uh butting of heads that goes with art and commerce so a lot of times when you are in a band and you have a relationship with someone from your label over the course of a record or two or three, you know, there will be disagreements. There will be, you know, you're not, you're not doing what I, you know, my vision is different than yours, et cetera. So, but, but we always just really got along because, um, you know, not only is he, he's like a really fantastic person, but I think we kind of grew up with the same record collection. So when I would say like, Oh, I'm hearing this in my head or I'm hearing that in my head, he would, he he's just got the chops to be able to um, just sort of pull it out immediately. Or like, you know, he'll be listening to me doing my vocals and he'll be like, no, 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 more DC, more DC, less New York, more DC. And like, we just, we have that sort of common upbringing where I know what he means, you know? And I, I like that. Cause I see I've, I've grown up with, uh, with uh, punk, you know, ethos and just being like like mainly playing or hanging out with punk people so i'm i've never the the <laughs> most the most industry i usually get is doing this show or talking you know talking to uh pr uh people so it's hard for me to always right. know like yeah. on the other level of of how of how uh you know people really you know interact like truly because you know sometimes for the for the sake of, you know, good looks, people will be like, oh, yeah, we all get along when that's not even that's not even true. And everybody stays stays in their separate, separate rooms, separate um, areas when they're not <laughs> when they don't have to record or perform together. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I just figure that's like any job, though. You know what I mean? Like when you decide to do it for a job, it's just not always going to be you know, pleasant bill, I guess. For the most part, it can be, you know, like you hear about these, like, you hear about, you know, who bands who have been, you know, lifelong best friends who keep an entire career going as best friends. You know, it does happen. It's just, I, I just my experience is when you, you know, you introduce, you introduce some, some day job aspects into the cool part, which is being in a band, there's usually a headache or two along the way somewhere. Yeah, and even in like, especially like, the you know the bigger na even like the bigger names in punk rock, if like we don't even need to, we don't even need to go into like 
into uh into misfits no. into misfits territory <laughs> for, to... <laughs> did you see the reunion um i've i was has so the what we had one in seattle and i heard it actually went off pretty well uh considering so i was but i was i was hesitant um i went i went in la to the soccer stadium with 60,000 other punk rockers and i had a blast i thought it was really fun yeah i thought it's the just, I, it's just bonkers to me that the folklore has grown that much that they can fill in a, like a stadium you know well they did madison square garden i think as well um and that one yeah. that, that was absolutely having like big name celebrities there too like of all of all walks of of entertainment and and music possibly even people that have that have never heard them before um fill up yeah. these fill up these stadiums uh, to just like mm-hmm. <laughs> the the real the real man the myth the legend style things you the the like you said the mm-hmm. lore really uh surrounding this band and also like it being a um one of those bands that have that with uh with heavy branding past their past their uh their real uh successful years that have that have helped uh draw draw lots of people oh yeah dude <laughs> I, I joke about this sometimes but if you can be like i kind of feel sometimes like the dream is to be a t-shirt band because then you know like your kids are going to college uh, is that's uh, it's a uh, JC yeah so you know what I, I I there's no fucking shame in the game especially for for like a lot of these like punk and hardcore and uh, and metal entrepreneurs out there that are really expanding their brand um you know like the Jamie Jostas of the world um mm-hmm. just. You know, he's a, you know, he's a smart man. I've dealt with him a few times over the years. He's a smart, smart man. Oh, and you could you can tell like he's like you gotta you gotta do like hardcore is still it's still angry, it's still political, it's still like it the it still comes from a real raw place, but there I I there's no shame in in uh and building a life for your for you and your family, at all, mm-hmm. like yep. it's still and that's still like it's 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 funny just like you know you look back and that's still been like just the controversy surrounding punk rock bands that have that have gotten bigger or stepped out and I think I also I think I appreciate bands that that decide that it's probably just easier to to do something a little bit like like different with their music and keep their punk rock ethos, but like, but like, go, like really put themselves out there to a different, to a different audience. Um, because that audience usually accepts them and what they're doing and bettering their life usually more than a, than sometimes a younger punk rock crowd. Yeah. And you know, I mean, the the goal of this is to find as big an audience as you can, you know, I mean, protest music hasn't always found the, 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 the large, you know, like a wide 
a widespread audience, but I mean, given, you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows and it comes in and out of focus, but like, you know, right now it's a really good time for protest music. Um, this whole, this whole band started because, you know, it was, we, we kind of took like a year to make the record and it's, you know, it's all coming out now, but it's, you know, it's taken us a while, but like, I mean, I'm thinking back then I was like, like, where are all the protest records? It doesn't need to be punk rock. doesn't need to be hardcore. I know like kids don't, you know, not a lot of kids listen to rock music or rock based music anymore. Like, but like, where are all the, you know, like hip hop's making great protest records, but like, where's like, where's everyone else? You know, and that's why, like, that's why I started the whole barf bag thing was like, okay, well, you know, when I was coming up and, you know, there was like a protest record every week, <laughs> where are all the protest records? And, and, and that's, you know, I just feel like, in, you know, when it's smooth sailing, you know, like you're, you're coming off, coming off at eight years of, Obama and like, okay, maybe I get it. Maybe, you know, there wasn't, you know, just a fucking dumpster fire every single day. So maybe there was a, there was a lack of protest records, but right now, I mean, why isn't there one a day? That's a, that, you know? I, I think it's also, <laughs> so what I've, so I was just on the band, um, uh, on the line with another band who there's a few, there's a few bands, um, that, uh, anybody listening or even yourself i would i would check i would check out um uh, the um red bait and terminal nation they're both two like amazing um hardcore um bands that are that are community minded um bands that are always like everything that they do they donate they donate uh money to causes they they don't ride like like um you know just the they don't have to always uh they don't ride waves they've always been about um you know human rights uh black lives matter all these things and they've been consistent and they've and they've been consistent what i guess i my the issue is it's just like people i think people are a little bit hesitant because they don't want to get ca called out because we see i've seen inconsistency with some alternative music and and like hardcore rock metal like where they ride they tend to be just riding a wave they hit they will um we saw with um black lives matter and george floyd i saw tons of bands newer bands older bands all the like making merch um donate um donating um, their time, their music, um, anything mm -hmm. they can to donate to this cause. And, um, you know, so like, but with that, some of them just like, just like we have with the, with our news cycles, they come and go with the news cycles. Those bands sometimes are just seeing what's happening right now in the moment and not, um, really paying attention to, um, what got us here, what, um and what and and the stuff that's still yet to be done you mentioned kind of the obama years and stuff like there's still so much garbage that happened that happened then but you, like you said it wasn't a regular dumpster fire but there's always 
Mm-hmm. I think there's always something injustices, things that we're not being shown, not being seen, not paying like um um being blind to that uh need to be like this this fight for human rights has been around for a very long for a very, very long time. Yeah. I mean, my opinion is the more the better. Like, you know, if someone's if someone's dipping their toe and they've got something to say and it adds to the movement and it adds to actually making change, but they're not trying to make a career of political music, so be it. Any voice adding to the overall roar um, should be celebrated, I think. You know, I just... Um, got to get this guy out <laughs> and um and then you know and then just keep going but for right now i just feel like any anyone who wants to open their mouth and uh be heard i just think it's it's just needed you know it takes a lot this country is so big and there's so many people and it's so divided you just like it takes a lot to turn a ship this big so in my mind any you know any shouting is is welcome you know all genres all ages you know if you're gonna if you're gonna march for a weekend we'll take it <laughs> oh abso- <laughs> you know? absolutely um and we talked about like in reading just some of the just some of the stuff uh, when I got the um, reading about you guys and just uh, ta- and just in music in general. Um, one band that I would say is uh, like uh, that has been that was like the that came out the Run the Jewels record that came out right at the time as this happened. It's mm-hmm. um, absolutely I'm that if there's one record that is like kind of like modern and like like a, a huge voice to this to this movement and what's going on that run the jewels record is absolutely incredible i i, I mean that's gonna go down in history as the best timed release <laughs> ever they must have been recutting vocals until the night before you know what i mean like it's just perfect the timing you know like i just i, just, I don't know that was that was a hit I appre- or it is a hit. That is a hit. <laughs> I also appreciate how they, how uh, RTJ, like, they really know how to to make um, Zach sound his best on on a record. Like, oh uh, yeah, that's that's my f- right now. I've I know Zach has done his own little um, Zach from Rage Against the Machine does his own little um, you know stuff here and there. And uh, he's done. He's done his projects. He's done. Um, he's done solo stuff. But this, when he goes with, when he teams up with Run the Jewels, there's some. There's something magic that that reignites my love for like Zach's vocals and his like. They really know how to, that you know, really make him shine in this day and age. He sounds pissed. I like it. What more can you ask for? <laughs> no, exactly. Like, and everybody's, it, dude, fuck, kill, killer Mike. I could hear, I could listen to him fucking talk 
for mm-hmm. <laughs> for hours like yeah dude the whole like him the whole the whole like uh kill your masters thing is fucking so goddamn relevant and he's he's like goddamn i'm gonna <laughs> i'm probably gonna get goddamn shot for this i'm like hopefully not but fuck you like everything like he says fucking gold so let's go back let's talk about barf bag we talked about we talked a little bit about um just like you guys have a very like old school like hardcore like feel um you like so when you go to like the spotify um like you have a you have like a little playlist and you talk and you talked about like some of the bands that you wanted to sound like you have so like the there's a lot so this is more of like a hardcore influence but you would say you're more are you more influenced by like stuff that's a little bit more anthemic in like rock and roll based you talked about you talked about like that early stooges um uh style of punk that's real still really deeply rooted in rock and roll and not doesn't have a straight like a really like basic aggressive sound like it's not it's not stripped down and just yeah it, as it, fast it has as the possible. roll part <laughs> yeah it's still it still has like like as a stuff that's very very catchy stuff so like there's still like somewhat somewhat uh you know even with like dead kennedys with like jello there's still there's still singing involved and not just um outright um yelling over music is that what you usually like go for or is it or is it all or is all punk all good for you to you um i mean for me it's more about message than anything else you know like i feel like the the music you know the melody or you know the musicality or the tempo or whatever that can all vary dramatically and and still be very appealing to me it's all about you know, what, what's the call to action on the record? You know, that, that to me is the, the exciting part, you know, um, our influences or, you know, they are what they are. We came up listening to, you know, eighties, hardcore skate punk, um, you know, all just basic, you know, the basic, we don't even need to go down the list, but like the basic fodder that we all were into, but um, a lot of it might've differed um, regionally, you know, cause you know, I'm, I'm Canadian by, by, uh, by birth. Um, so I grew up on a lot of, of uh, Canadian punk rock and hardcore, which I, I just, I love dearly. Um, which, you know, and Brian having, Brian being from Boston and Kenny was originally from Florida, you know, so when we get together, they have these slightly different frames of reference, these slightly different bands that they grew up being into. But for, for me, as long as it's like, as long as it's got a message is easy to understand and someone who listens to it can be like, Oh yeah, I, I do want to go burn down the gun shop. And I do want to, you know, drive a nail into the pipeline and burn down the bank. Yeah, into it. <laughs> and <laughs> then for me, that that song's done its done its job. 
I think that's I've I used to uh I think I've I've been listening to more like like power any power violence um like lately just because like it's so quick you can't like I I don't mind something that's very well worded but like with that with how much music I um and how much time I have I like I like something that's just like quick a few words to the point in a in a fast burst of of especially if it's politically charged like you said just like fucking smash the pipeline smash the pipeline songs fucking done <laughs> like I like I like yeah. the I like few I like the the few words um why say so many when few words do trick <laughs> Yeah like I'm you know like sort of I, I I listen to a lot of kind of like proto punk stuff like like we had sort of just touched on like but like like I I love Velvet Underground I love Stooges like I love New York Dolls all that like that's like really you know it's like and I clearly that's like way before my time but I just like I love these records but Lou Reed once was like, he he was like, he was quoted saying like, one one chord is good, <laughs> two chords, two chords is okay, three chords is jazz, and I just kind of like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like I'm so into that, you know, like absolute minimalism. Just get your point across, keep it simple. Don't muck it up. Let people understand what it is that you're trying to do and make it relatable and also have this call to action. That, that to me, like, I mean, that's what, you know, that's not going to work for every, you know, for every type of music or, you know, what different musicians have a different, um, uh, you know, a different aim, but that's what we're trying to do in Barf Bag. And that's why I like, as a listener, I love metal, but that's why I'm I'm always I'm always going to be attracted to to hardcore for hardcore and punk punk rock first because of what you just said. That just like minimalist, just like it's it, not all band not all bands uh, achieve achieve that um, like brevity, but it's when it happens, it's just it's it's just perfect, like when they get across everything they need to get across and just, you know, even a minute or less, or even just like for the stuff, proto punk stuff that you were talking about, like two minutes and make it catchy. Oh dude, it's we great. have, we have, we have all these songs on there. Like we have four second songs. Um, like on this, on this EP, there's two songs that are like, I think under four seconds. I, and I love um, it. Um, one of them's the Morrissey song, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morrissey wears leather shoes, and that's that's like that was like I was like, okay, so let's make a song about preaching veganism, but you know, being a closet bacon eater. And I was like, well, okay, so like the whole point, like what that's trying to get across is like, everyone, you do what works for you. You want to let wear leather head to toe. So be it all good. But if you're going to stand on a pedestal <laughs> and, 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 and shout veganisms and not allow, you know, at your show, if, if the vendor wants to sell a hot dog, you're not going to show up. But at the same time, you only wear designer leather Italian shoes. Cause they, 
they're the only ones who let your feet breathe? Like, go fuck, dude. Like, I don't, I just, that guy, I mean, whatever. I'm, you know, I don't want to slag anyone. Well, I guess I do. I want to slag him because we did it on the record. But, like, that guy should put his money where his mouth is, man. He should do a lot of things. I'm, I'm, he's on so <laughs> many pedestals. Sucks, man. Yeah. Dude, like, fuck him, man. Dude. Yeah, fuck him. He skated by on a fast haircut for too long. I think people are on to that guy now, man. Oh, yeah. And- the people are, people are on to him. He's fucking lame, you know? I think so. I, I once, I once um, tried to get a, like he play, he was gonna play at our at a local college in Seattle, and the I'm no longer on that this radio station, or will ever be back. So I'm not, so I'm not worried about that. But when uh, I was on a different radio station, I, uh, I, I rode out to try to get a try to get a pass to you know, to do it, and he and he wrote he. Some bands, when they're not interested, they just don't, they don't answer you. He, he basically like told me why he's, he wrote an essay of why he's not interested. What, like that he doesn't have, he, he doesn't want to waste his time talking to college kids because of this or that. He actually wrote something, sent it to the, sent it to the, uh, the PR person and had them send it to me and that told them that we, that we're, that he will not work with us at all from ever for this amount of time. I was like, how do you, that's like, how can you be that like into yourself that you, that you have, that you'll take the time to, tell people to fuck off in that way. Like you'll, you'll put the energy. Like it probably took him longer than it would have to do the interview. Yeah. And I this was um 8 year, 8 years ago, so I was still I was still a, a big at this point um Morrissey um early Smiths fan at this point. So I was I was I was I was just like this was the point I was like, man, this was this was pretty shitty, man. Like like the I forget exactly all it said, but it was it was it was it was a long it was a long thing of uh of what of of yeah of he he will not talk to college kids in Seattle uh, because of um you know liberal politics and stuff like that. So Good. <laughs> we'll just keep keep it up and then maybe he'll stop coming too. Perfect. <laughs> just I think he ended up canceling can, I think he ended up canceling yeah. that show too. Um, so yeah, guy cancels fifty percent of his shows. He's like, vendors are unpaid for all the uh, whatever loser. That hot so loser. That hot dog thing was a was a real thing. He 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 he. You said you said something about about the him like saying he can't. Oh yeah, he it, he it, so he he would make he would um he would insist that the vendors at. At the venues he played, if the vendors are trying to sell any meat products, he'll cancel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever. Let's stop talking about that guy. Sorry, sorry, dude. So let's <laughs> let's talk. Good. Let's talk more. Let's talk. There's so many things, but so let's talk more about Plastic Age. EP is out um, right now, um, and. 
we had we got uh five tracks this uh this record go is uh just a little under six minutes long um <laughs> yeah wait wait till you get to the full length it's under 17 minutes <laughs> so is this is this uh kind of a little this is a a, a little sample for uh for what's to come on the lp yep yeah those songs will all be on the lp the lp comes out on election day because fuck trump um and um yeah, there's it spins. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's there's probably a handful of those really short songs. There's a handful of really sort of in your face, old school hardcore songs, and then there's a couple of those longer kind of Stoogesy jams that I was telling you about. Sort of like a they actually they started out as Stoogesy things, but they ended up more in the like the I don't know if you're into Tom Waits, but that like that what's he building? You know, do you know that song? What's he building in there? But kind of that sort of like, you know, talking, pontificating, but about like real subject matter, not just, uh, you know, dusty top hats or whatever. Absolutely. So are you have so so um, talking just a little bit about, uh, you know, st- uh, stupid, stupid people. Um, we've talked. I've talked about it with a lot of the other political bands. Just like, you know, that they don't give they don't give a shit. But it's a uh, they have they have the uh, you have your regular, um, you know, internet troll. Um, of I've noticed like looking at your stuff, you got you got a couple. You you already have um, some people that that are that are vocal shit talkers um, from your from your Facebook. Yeah. From, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on there, but then you know, I can't figure out. Like, are you supposed to just let leave them, or you delete them? I can't figure it out. I honestly, it, it, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, it's it's funny just because, like, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, I let I I leave some up, but then some of them are just like I don't know. They're just too lame that I delete them. I just don't know. I think that I think that like. I think that costs you cred points if you delete them. I think you're supposed to just leave them. Whatever, who well, gives a shit? Well, we talked. I talked about this in another video because they, like, people who have nothing better to do with their lives, they count. They when they, uh, we talked about them. There's a protest style metal song on from the band Stray from the Path and um, a bunch of internet like useless people. Um, ta- like, uh, just went and tanked the video with like lots, of, lots of bad reviews and just like just for just because it was, you know, the opposite of their viewpoint, and they, they just they tried to destroy the band and destroy the video, and by just oh, yeah. ha- writing stupid hateful comments, and they thought it was a, they thought it was a win. So ever so so I there is a there is a huge trend of of that lately. Well, of, you of know them- what. You know what though? Okay, here's a story for you. On my, you know, my day job, I told you I manage, like, I manage bands and, and and producers and stuff. I had a band. You're you're from Seattle, right? Correct. I had a band that was not from Seattle, and I'm not going to tell you their name, but uh, their song was number one on the radio in Seattle, and it was. 
the the thing that we were out there selling the most, like, you know, we would be telling these other radio stations, oh, well, look at Seattle. It's doing so well in Seattle. You should add it, you know, like that kind of a thing. And it was leading our research story. And it was kind of the flag that we were flying. Like, if you put this on the right, if you put this on the air, it'll really do one, you know, it'll do really well in your market. And then all of a sudden, I got a panicked call from someone at the record label, and they're like, I think Seattle's over. And I was like, what are you talking about? We're, it's through the roof. Numbers are up. You know, spins are up day over day. What, what, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, it's over. It's over. Something happened. And we found out that some, like, church group had gotten upset that there was a reference to oral sex uh, insinuated in the in the song, not even said, <laughs> and the entire congregation. I don't know if it was like one of those super churches or something, but the entire congregation called the radio station and said, "If you don't take this off the air, we're all going to stop listening." And they tanked the record. Dude, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Crazy. I'm surprised Crazy, like that. Yeah. In Seattle. That's a weird, that's all. That's just weird to hear. Just like usually. The fuck is Seattle? Home of the autonomous zone. <laughs> that, yeah. They, so like, that's, it's crazy to think that because like, w- w- I'm just wondering what station I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not asking you to tell <laughs> me, but I'm like, I'm, the, the things that I'm, t- the th- the stations that would tank because of a church, the what the only ones that see in that's interesting. well they didn't tank they didn't tank because it was a church they tanked because the volume of people who called and said they were going to stop listening if they didn't take this offensive song off the air they didn't call saying we're from X X Y Z church they just they were just organized you know that's... which is why we got to get organized. <laughs> Dude, that's that's interesting. Like the people that the the same people that get mad at, at protesters are are organizing to get like silly songs off the air. Like, yep, <laughs> that's it's yeah, it's yeah. absolutely just mind blowing. Um, and mm-hmm. then this is another reminder to not to not watch fox news don't don't let people nope. don't uh if you watch fox news don't listen to my show um don't listen to <laughs> just uh, just uh, just don't just don't do it um they're also really bad at photoshop so <laughs> they they also can't they can't hi- they couldn't even get on like they couldn't even get somebody off of fiverr or uh, or or one of those uh websites to to do it to do an okay like photoshop job where they have the the fake the fake dude in the green mask like superimposed in front of the autonomous zone with a with a gun um oh man dude i got a i got a song called autonomous zone with another band i sing in it's like uh, this band, band called War Orphan. It's me and Richie, who used to be in Sick of It All, and and our buddy Dante from from Yonkers. Um, yeah, that'll be coming soon. Oh, dope! So, more more freaking more freaking punk and hardcore, and more uh, 
more relevant yep. relevant topics. We're living in a time where there's no reason to uh, to not like there's like if you're a political person, like you need to be like you like you said, yelling is. I think I think it's a uh, it's good, but also on on the other uh, on that on the other uh, end of that, please educate yourself. Get, arm yourself with a mind so you can be like it's it's good to be passionate and yell but like really really try to educate yourself so we so you we can keep pushing things forward and you can really be able to defend your so like there are some really like we've we we already talked about some stupid people who don't know shit about shit but there is also the the uh fake in intellectuals out there um the the smart dumb people i would say like the ben shapiros and the tuckle tucker carlson's of the world that somehow tr- uh come off as uh as like and are and are praised for their uh for their propaganda as as just people who tell who tell the facts you you really got to arm yourself a mind to to really uh to really disarm disarm the these dangerous people agreed 100% it's it's interesting like when you like you ever watch that shit dude it it, it's, but it, seriously, do you ever because because some of me and my friends just like we'll check in to see what the enemy is thinking, you know? And like if you if you watch that shit, you can start like if you're not careful, you can kind of be like, oh, we're that's interesting. Never thought about that. And then if you just if you do any sort of fact checking, it all falls apart. But like if you don't fact check, which is really kind of the problem someone weaves an argument for you and you just take it at face value. You you can find yourself like, you know, you watch that shit for a while and then, you know, (laughs) you find yourself saying, wait, I better go look something up. Is that true? Cause if that's true and then whatever you go look it up and it's not true, but you know, it's, 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 uh, was that thing where the snake had those hypnotizing eyes. It was like a Disney movie from a thousand years ago. It's kind of like that. Like you just get sucked into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the, I've, I've had it too, like where I have someone who is very passionate about what they say. Like I've, they, they really like try to make their case. And then I, like I even hear it. And then I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of, I never get into too many arg- like arguments. I like to try to like absorb because I want to actually diffuse and disarm these words instead of instead of yelling back because it's it it doesn't it doesn't do much uh, with the with the constant. I think like you said, I think it's good to get with people and be passionate, but like the shouting some of the shouting back and forth and i'm not trying to be a super like centrist in this way of just like everybody calm down um but i'm but i do want i do think it's it's important to really like dissect what they're trying to say because like like this is a this is a this is a whole like sect of people like the right wing that 
that say that everybody is too um they're too sensitive they're too um you know they if they're they put their feelings in front of uh, before facts when you look at that that there's there are people on the right wing that are legitimately trying to manipulate your feelings into i remember there was some try there was one of these right wing dudes trying to be like soon doesn't matter who you are you're going to have to pick a side and like they're trying to advocate to they're trying they're almost trying to push their push their their war which is which is which That's is the thing. It's like this whole like picking like I, the funny thing is have you noticed like have you noticed this whole thing has turned into sports? Oh yeah, <laughs> I've like, noticed that for a long. It's because these people like it's just like a, like when did we all become fucking jocks? Like didn't we rail against that shit enough? Like I I just don't get it. Like I'm supposed to fucking buy my merch, wear my team shirt, and like just there's. It's either you or me. Like, fuck, dude. It's, uh, it's I don't scar- know. It's scary. Um, you know, Ice T from Body Count said it best. I don't. The um, liberal, de- uh, Democrat, Republican. I don't. I don't mess with it. Um, different wings on the same bird, and I'm like. I'm I I feel yep that's why Ice Tea fucking rolls, dude. I I no I love I love uh, how he and how fucking knowledgeable is this guy about fucking hardcore and like metal crazy. I love I dude he he's one of those dudes who just who makes the he simplifies it. It's it's simple, but it's not dumb. He simplifies everything just yeah perfectly for everyone to to really really. Uh, understand and i and i'm absolutely i'm 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 all here um i'm here for it so mm-hmm. so yep let's uh let's wrap this up a little bit we'll uh thank you thank so much you. For, thank thanks you for so, having me man i really appreciate it yeah no appreciate you thank you for taking time um i'm i'm very uh i'm very invested in uh in uh punk rock and politics it's a very political time out here and i think it's i think it's important for um people who are armed with a mind like yourself um and your fellow musicians to to keep uh pushing that to keep to to keep that in the forefront of uh people's minds because i think um people tend to always to think that like I guess, I guess it's just like and another thing I keep talking my other interviews with political people um that people put on these songs about politics or or NWA like fuck the police like that that some people who maybe maybe more like privileged and like uh or economically privileged people will put on these records buy these records and listen to it and it's and they feel like they're they're um, going into a fantasy world because they don't f- they just listen to these and they're like oh it's really aggressive but they don't they don't really invest that these are into that the the idea that these are real things that are actually happening hence why we get people that are so offensive offended now about political 
um, alternative music um, who have been listening to it for years and be like, oh, I didn't know that that this person was a, you know, was a libtard or whatever. Um, so it's, it's very, I think it's, um, very important to keep, um, to keep what we're, what we're doing, um, you know, going and keep what you're doing going. Great to hear. I'm glad to do it. Happy, um, you know, grateful for you, uh, having, having us on and, um, thank you. Um, you know, March throw bricks vote. Here we go. Okay. Any any last things uh, about the uh, EP and upcoming LP? Um. Uh, the the upcoming LP is called "Let's Stop a War." Um, you're a punk rocker. You know the Exploited had a had a record called "Let's Start a War." This one's called "Let's Stop a War." Comes out on Election Day. Um, Plastic Age EP is out today and uh we're just gonna keep keep rolling keep yelling all right we're gonna get back to the music you're listening to awesome. dead, dead air two hours of hardcore radio
Well, here goes. Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us.
Dead Air Hardcore Radio, motherfucker.
All right, we're back, and we're about to end episode 101 here on Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Shout out to David from Barf Bag. Uh, keep fighting the good fight, and uh, check out the Plastic Age EP out now. Um, go check out their socials on Facebook. Um, type in Plastic Age EP. You'll be able to find it, and I believe there'll be an LP out very soon. Actually, uh, I know 100% it'll be out on Election Day, so keep your eye out for that if you like what you hear. Uh, we played their track, Right to Fight Back, off the Plastic Age EP, and then after that, uh, we started off the rest of the set with music from a band called All Hits um, on Iron Lung Records. This came out at the end of June. Um, definitely more post-punky. Um, tags are for, tags go from Wipers to Sleater Kinney, so... Um, just catchy, energetic, um, post-punk, um, that definitely has, it definitely has, it's definitely a more of aggressive post-punk to me, um, but it's just very catchy. Um, another, another release today, today there's, um, been a lot of releases where I've only got to listen to a couple songs where I'm like, I need to listen to the rest of that record. The All Hits record is titled, uh, Men and Their Work, and we played, uh, the third track titled Don't Wanna. After that, um, we played um, Cavallari, um, a band from Paris, France. They have an, uh, a demo tape titled The Spectral Rage Demo Tape. And it's a really good sounding demo tape. Um, metal punk um, with crust, hardcore, power violence influences um it's 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 loud and fucking raw um the title the it they describe themselves is a hardcore a hardcore crust trio from paris bringing the raw feeling of old school black metal and crust into hardcore i could definitely hear the um the crust and the metal in uh in this song titled end it now check out the spectral rage demo tape um very very fu- very very fucking good um also a believe yet yeah, a discharge the another another demo that ends with a discharge uh cover i believe we actually the split we played last week had a discharge cover um this it was just a discharge cover. This one has a discharge cover at the end. Um, their cover of um, the nightmare continues. And honestly, it's this, uh, I can't say, uh, I can't say enough about how much I just love um, raw fucking hardcore. That's, I don't, I don't, I don't expect actually, I, I want something raw like this. I obviously don't want something that's just to fucking put one mic in the middle of the fucking room and and record it. I um, and that be your fucking raw demo. But when it sounds like this, it's it it's a good um, pair of self aware mixing and just hot. It's high quality. Just in it just sounds um, mean and insane. And I. I fucking love it. So check out check out uh the Sexual Rage demo tape. 
After that, we played music from Fort Worth, Texas with Ozone, I'll Be Fine. Um, n- another kind of demo quality um, stuff released uh, at the end of June and uh, has a little bit of groove, groove in there too, so I like it. Quick little, quick little groovy track. After that, I see, and I don't remember if I exactly... Um, got that like listened to this before but we played um we played peace test with uniform they had music out at the end of june as well um that's the first track off of their uniform repression ep after that we gotta go quickly music from bend oregon um with uh their self-aggression lp um very quick lp looks like about had looks like less than 10 minutes uh, this week, this came out um, middle of July. It's very, very heavy metal, metal and uh, grindy with a little bit of power violence. This is a very fast, fucking heavy song titled "Congregate." After that, we played Omega Glory with um, Sitfuck. They're from New York City, New York. Check it out. Um, then we played some. Music that I completely missed out on that came out about literally a year ago. Um, Colonial Wound. I heard the name, but I never checked it out. They're from Jacksonville, Florida. Florida, And Metallic Hardcore that kicks fucking ass. Um, if you haven't checked it out, you need to fucking check it out. After that, we played from Edinburgh, UK. We played Afterburn with their Weight of the World EP. Um, we played Chained. Check it out. Um, some standard UK hardcore punk. And followed by Entrapment from Gold Coast, Australia. We played War of Words. Um, their record is self-titled Entrapment, eight songs. And uh, another straightforward punk hardcore. And they put two-step in their tags. And you know what? Fucking two-step, yo. Um, then we finished off with new music and if you haven't seen it or heard it um music from buried alive i killing i um it was premiered on no echo last week uh let me know what you think um it's very solid every scott vogel take it from like to from terror to slugfest to dis, uh despair world be free um it's always good but i have we've had from this song alone sounds a lot more like um stuff from terror so and i don't mind that but obviously it's like a weird identity crisis listening to that so let me know what you think there's obviously i think there's gonna be some more music to come but uh let me know what you think we're gonna end it with some music from mortality rate um from sleep deprivation which is a uh re-release of their may 2016 record um they came out with a record titled You Were the Gasoline last September, and it seemed to pick up more um, speed, especially with being uh, kind of tied with You're the Knife and You're the Knife being a fucking kick-ass um, metallic, uh, new metallic band. Um, honestly, m- Mortality Rate is up to par if you listen to these releases. So check out um, the re-release of Sleep Deprivation. Um, we are going to end it with veins which is the 10th track on the record check it out that is all we have time for uh check us out next week 
Thank you. You've been listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio.